Hey, everybody, welcome to episode number 85 of the Debt Free Dad podcast. So, are you looking for a way to pay off your debt faster or maybe build your emergency fund quicker? Or maybe you've really gotten off track with some of your spending and you're looking for a way to get back on the wagon. Today, we're going to be diving into an awesome and powerful little tool called No Spend Challenges. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now, here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 how's everyone doing today? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad. And uh, welcome to today's show. So today we're talking all about a super popular thing, and, and they become popular over the years, are these uh, no-spend challenges. And uh, I think, you know, you can. we're going to break these down a little bit, but there's a lot of different ways that you can do, you know, like a no-spend challenge or, or literally challenging yourself with, you know, the common expenses that you may spend money on. And, and you may want to say, hey, man, what if we cut that out for a little while? Like uh, several uh, podcast episodes back in the spring, uh, we had talked about, you know, the fact that we did a no-spend challenge on, on eating out. This was all during COVID. And uh, we officially made it 425 straight days uh, not eating out and eating at home. So that is a perfect example of a no-spend challenge. And and today we're going to break down like how these things work and what's the best way to uh, have the most success with some of these. Now, I know you guys, we were just talking right before we started, we hit the record button on this, but uh, you guys mentioned you guys, Amber, you said you did do a no-spend challenge for like 30 days, right? For a month? Yeah, I did a no-eating-out challenge for a month. And how did that go? Um, it was tough, but <laughs> it was worth it because we saved some money. <laughs> now, now, admittedly, you don't like to cook at home though, do you? Not at all. <laughs> Do you, would you say you're a good cook? Or <laughs> I, I'm, I would say it depends what I'm cooking. And I can't follow a recipe, so I just kind of go with it. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Wait a minute. How, how can you... Wait. You went through Roots and you followed a recipe to get out of debt. You saved and paid off over $54,000 in 20 months. How do you not follow a recipe to make food? I, it's just like too many steps and then I just I just kind of start doing my own thing. Did you guys all hear that? Did you guys all hear that? That's how easy our process is. It's not that many steps because Amber says a regular recipe to cook food, way too many steps. <laughs> That's how simple this stuff is here, guys. That's how simple. Uh, Ryan, what about you? You guys do anything? Yeah, I mean, I was sitting here thinking like, I can't say we did any official like short term no spend challenges. What I can say is like, and I can't say it was like, oh, this is the challenge, but we didn't like we when we were in debt, we went on a lot of cool vacations. And I can say for like a lot of years, we did a lot of really boring stuff. So <laughs> I wouldn't say it was like a challenge, but it's 100% like we committed like we're not going to do any big vacations until we get out of debt and can pay cash again. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, that that's what this kind of comes down to is that, you know, we we're we're kind of giving this a technical term, you know, no spend challenge. And uh, we're going to break this down a little bit. But, you know, cutting back on expenses and just, you know, uh, overspending and things like that. And this is just a way to kind of kind of uh, pull the reins back on some of that stuff. And we're going to talk about how you could do that here step by step. So first, like, what is it specifically? And you're basically just going to choose a specific expense, all right, or thing that you spend money on. Um, and you're just going to give it like a timeline of, okay, how long are we going to basically go without or not spend money on this? And, and we say no spend. You can also say, 
cut back on challenge, right? It doesn't have to be like you have to cut it completely out. Like these challenges, you could pretty much make your own thing. Like you don't have to do it completely, you know, just cold turkey. We're cutting this stuff out. Um, those that do tend to like that. But like, for instance, you know, you, we bring up the, the, the conversation of Starbucks, right? Um, you know, as people who are diehard Starbucks drinkers aren't really a big fan of saying, I got to cut that out for an entire month. Well, if you're someone that goes pretty regularly, maybe a couple times a day or maybe multiple times throughout the week, maybe it's just cutting back a little bit, right? Just to see if it's something that you can do. All right. And and you might be thinking, well, why in the heck would I even want to do any of this kind of stuff? And and again, we're going to talk a little bit about why you may want to do some of this. But there is a little warning to some of these no spend challenges. And that is um, you can't like <laughs> you can't like set a challenge and then say, oh, I, I know we're going to be cutting out eating out next month. So let's just indulge a lot this month. Right. Or let's bring up Starbucks like you know, you know, you're going to do like a no spend challenge. Maybe it's for like a week or two weeks. And instead you're telling yourself, well, when this is over, I'm just going to go buy more Starbucks and just double up on what I missed out on. You're missing the point of the challenge, right? So, so don't like preset yourself up for failure. Don't post set yourself up for failure in the end of this, right? So make sure you kind of go in this with a goal. Like what is the overall goal of this no spend challenge. We talk a lot about on this podcast, like what's the why behind why you're doing something, right? And and obviously, as I introduce the show here today, a no spend challenge is a great way to pay off extra debt. It's also a great way to build your emergency fund really, really quickly. So we always talk about getting that first emergency fund built, thousand to $3,000. So cutting out like easy expenses, like going out to eat and Starbucks or maybe skipping clothes shopping for a little while or things like that, those are easy ways where you can just take that money and instead drop it into your savings and get your emergency fund built quickly. Uh, it's also a way to save up and pay cash for certain purchases. Like for instance, if you know, Ryan said that they skipped out on vacation for a while, but if you got a vacation coming up, you know, Hey, you want to have a more luxurious vacation or maybe experience some different things on that vacation with extra money. Well, no spend challenges leading up to that are some great ways to make that happen. All right. But the thing is, is like you, you really want to sit down and determine why you're going to do it, because if you're just doing it just to do it, uh, you're likely just going to fail and cheat. <laughs> right? I promise you, like you, you have to like buy into it and you're going to want to do this. Otherwise, you're seriously just wasting your time. It's kind of like New Year's resolutions. Right. And if you've heard any statistics on New Year's resolutions, uh, the failure rate is, is staggering. And it's because people just make them haphazardly without a real plan in place on how they're going to make it happen. And uh, they end up quitting right away, right? And this is kind of the same thing. So the other thing too is, is what are you going to do with the money? I think that's key too. Like if you're going to do a no spend challenge, make sure you kind of put that plan together. What are we, what are we going to do with this money? What's the specific reasons for it? Uh, because in some cases, depending on what you're spending your money on, this could produce quite a bit of little extra cash for you. And if you don't have that budget and plan in place, those behaviors might come in and you might be saying, oh, let's spend it on something else, right? So get really specific on what you're going to use that. The next thing is you want to make sure you pick a time frame, all right? So how long are you going to do this for? Again, th there's no rules to this. It's really kind of up to you. Now, I would su strongly suggest you do it for longer than a day, all right? Longer than a day is much better. You're not going to do too much in a day. So challenge yourself. The word challenge is in there. So think about, can we do it for a week? Could we do it for just the weekends? Could we do it for a month? Could we do it for a year? Um, now, me personally, I'm always a big fan of starting small. Uh, when we did our no spend challenge of, of eating out, uh, we started with just a month, 
And one of the reasons why we chose uh, eating out is because our spending was kind of out of control when it came to eating out, even being debt free. Like it was starting to like, okay, we're spending a lot more, even sometimes busting the budget doing it. Uh, so we said, okay, enough is enough. We're going to go on a no spend challenge. And uh, we started with 30 days and then 30 days turned into 60 days, then 90 days, then six months, and then a year. Um, and we just kind of built on that. So again, just start small, start with something that doesn't overwhelm you when you look at it and, you know, take all the fun out of it. Okay. It should be a little bit of fun. It's such a great way though, to do like this short-term kind of goal. If you have that goal, like you said, the emergency fund, or even just a, a camping trip, like just to set that up. Cause you could go back and look, what do I regularly spend on eating out? What do I regularly spend on coffee? Go back through your bank account and put that same amount of money aside for the small term goal. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, for sure. And especially if you're just getting started, uh, and Amber, you kind of, uh, we're hitting on that tip is, is go back and look at your spending the last six to 12 months of your spending, print out your bank statements, print out your credit card statements. And, uh, wow. Just by changing a few of those habits, there's your no spend challenge right there. I mean, you'll be, you'll be shocked. A lot of people listen to the show will be shocked at where there's money, where their money's going just by doing that. Uh, the next part of this is make sure you set some rules and boundaries for this. All right. So again, it's, it's your challenge. You set the rules, but here's the key. Like if you're married and have a family, it's really important to discuss and communicate those rules together. All right. Um, like for instance, when we did our no spend challenge, I, you know, Sarah and I sat down together and we kind of talked about it. Okay. We're going to do this, right? So how are we going to set ourselves up for success? How are we going to make sure that we're successful with this? Well, we're going to meal plan better. We're going to make sure we, we cook meals that we enjoy making, right? We're not going to make boring food that takes all the fun out of this. Like we wanted to make sure that it was at least something exciting to look forward to every day rather than, oh, it's no spend challenge. We're having, man, what were some of those meals that mom used to make, Ryan, that were just awful, like mixed vegetables and, you know, all those other meals that were just kind of like, bleh. So Dan's famous uh, macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy enough, I was just at a restaurant, um, speaking of no spend challenge on you now, we were just out to eat. Um, and on the menu was macaroni and cheese and hot dogs mixed together. Uh -huh. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I don't think I've ever seen this at any restaurant. But yeah, I went right back to when we were kids. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, when you do your no spend challenge, you know, make it fun. Like you got to put some fun into it. Otherwise, it just sucks, right? It's not going to be fun. And, and you're, you're going to be more likely to quit. So make sure you find ways to put some fun into it. Add some trackers into it. Do some celebrations when you meet a certain milestone, whatever it might be. All right. The last tip too is don't make stupid rules for your no spend challenge. Okay. This is key. Like for instance, I had someone reach out to me um, and they said, Brad, I want to do a no spend challenge like you. You've, you've inspired me to like not eat out as much. But what do you do? Like if you guys are traveling, like how do you guys do a no spend challenge on eating out? If you're traveling, like how do you cook your own food? And I'm like, we don't, we, we would eat out in that case. And they're like, well, well, that's not a, then you're breaking the rules. I'm like, no, they're my rules. It's my no spend challenge. And, and we'd said that if we are traveling and it's like impossible to eat food at home, then that is an exception to the no spend challenge. Right? So make sure like you're being flexible with yourself. All right. Uh, in fact, when we did our no spend challenge, there was one weekend last summer that I actually had to eat out. I think, I think we ate out like two times. Uh, I went up north with some friends of mine. We had it all planned out. We were originally going to be cooking everything, 
Um, me personally was going to be cooking for everyone. Uh, I was going to bring up my Blackstone. And then at the last minute, all the schedules fell apart. Nobody was riding up together anymore. And I no longer could bring the Blackstone. And so went the meal plan, right? So what was I going to do? No, guys, sorry, I got to skip the trip because I'm not allowed to eat out. No, 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 no. I went <laughs> on that trip and I ate out. And I was like, we're going to call this a mulligan, right? <laughs> so yeah, don't make silly rules for your no spend challenge. That's That's super important too. Again, make it fun. Next step is make sure you set yourself up for success. All right. Most people fail at a no spend challenge because of just a simple lack of planning. All right. Remember those old, we talk a lot about habits, behaviors, and choices. And, and if you don't have a good plan set up for your no spend challenge, like those habits are going to come back real, real quick. So preparation is key. Like for instance, if you're going to do like, I'm not going to go out to Starbucks or um, I am going to do a no spend challenge uh, eating at home because again, those are the easiest ones. We're going to talk about a bunch of other, a handful of other no spend challenges that you can do. But if you're doing anything like that, make sure you set yourself up for success. Like prepare at home, make sure you've got food to make, or if you're going to make your coffee at home, make sure you got the coffee that you like at home with the stuff that you like to make that coffee. Cause if you don't guess what? You're going to be like, Ah, forget it. I'm just going to go get some coffee, right? <laughs> it's never going to work. Like, for instance, if you do, um, like, say you do a no TV spend challenge, and we we did this. Like, we, and this was before cutting your cord was popular, uh, but about, I don't know, it's like eight years ago now. Yeah, it had to have been eight years ago. I had a satellite TV package, and I no longer wanted to pay it because I wanted to get out of debt and use that money to save because it was expensive. I was paying a ridiculous amount for TV. And so we cut out TV completely. I had no antenna. I had no satellite package whatsoever. So we had basically no television for, again, not a real long period. I think it was about a month. And then I finally got a digital antenna. But um, like, think of activities to do because if you're a big TV watcher, and by the way, the average American right now watches over five, you guys believe this, over five hours of live television a day. Five hours. That's incredible. So if you can, I can watch some of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you're like Amber, who's watching five <laughs> hours of live television a day, like seriously, you got to find something to replace that. Like, cause if, if you don't prepare, like you're just going to turn back on the TV, right? It's just going to happen or you're going to resubscribe. So we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about some no spend ideas, things that you can consider doing. That could quickly uh, add up some money to pay off debt and also help you build your emergency fund. Stay tuned. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But do you know why planners frustrate me, though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important. But where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning. Things like keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning. And that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own. And who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money pay off more debt, and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the Debt Freedom Planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own Debt Freedom Planner today.
Hey guys, we are back. Today we're talking about the magical power of no spend challenges, if you choose to do them. And next I want to talk a little bit about, okay, so what are some ideas? What are some things that you could start looking at when it comes to your budget and uh, doing some of these no spend challenges? Now the no, the one, the first one we, we've already beat to death. It's, you know, eating out. It's, it's by far the easiest thing for most people just to say like, we're either going to eat out less or we're going to cut it out for a little while, right? Uh, that's why we pick on it a lot, right? Because it's not absolutely a necessity in a lot of cases, right? If you can do some better planning, it's an easy challenge that you can implement. Uh, another one is uh, on groceries. This is an interesting one. We had a couple of Roots members do this and I thought it was pretty cool. We've never done it, but um, we need to looking at <laughs> our cabinets and our freezers. But um, they, they basically did a clean out your cupboard and freezers no spend challenge. So what they what they decided to do is we wanted to spend less money on groceries for a period of time, and what they instead would do is take out all of the ingredients that they had at home already, and they only could make meals from those ingredients. <laughs> that that could get challenging. <laughs> that is impressive, right? Right. Now I thought I think they had some. They did have some like again exceptions to the rule. Like they, if they had to get an ingredient, they could get it, but. The, the goal was to try to use as much stuff as you possibly could out of what you had in your pantry, your cupboards, your freezers, your refrigerators, and trying to trying to do as much as you could without having to go and spend a ton of money on grocery shopping. Not only does that save on groceries, though, but that saves on waste because now you're going through everything that you have in your freezer and your cupboard and you're like eating it before it expires. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The, according to uh, SaveTheFood.com, the average family throws away $1,500 of the food a year. So this is this was the point of this no spend challenge was to not spend money on groceries and just use what you've already got. And I thought that one was pretty cool. Uh, obviously, another one's coffee. We already talked about that. You can go to alcohol as well. How about that one, Amber? You like that one? Uh, I could do it all winter long. <laughs> <laughs> not in the summer, though, right? Oh no! <laughs> another one you could do is clothing. Now, I did this one for a while. This just this past year. Um, and again, I'm a guy like close to me. You're just like, whatever, <laughs> what? I don't care. <laughs> um, so those are easy for me, but that was probably a good four months. I didn't buy not one piece of clothing at all. Um, and finally I had to break down and, and get a few things, but, um, clothing's one, especially if you're someone who buys a lot of clothes and there's people that I coach that have a clothing addiction. Uh, in fact, uh, Shannon Liardi, who was on her podcast just a couple episodes ago, Saved and paid off over $380,000. She said she she used to spend like that, like on clothes and going to boutiques and things like that. So, again, if you're one of those individuals, you don't have to cut it all out, but maybe think about cutting back on some of it. Uh, you could talk about hobbies, things like sporting goods for anybody who's into hunting, fishing, camping. Um, I'm a big camper. Tools and hardware. Uh, you can look at health and beauty. This is a big one. Um, we see a lot of ladies doing this one. Um, I know my wife did this when she was getting out of debt. She cut out getting her nails done. Uh, that added about 50 or $60 back into her budget. And for someone who was really behind, like my wife was, that made a huge difference for her. And But we've seen other people. I th Amber, I thought we just had one not too long ago. I don't know which group it was in, Life Without Payments, or someone had cut it out. And it was like over $200 getting their eyelashes done every month. Whew. It was a lot. It was that a lot. A lot. And of course, a lot. I did. I did not give up the nails and massage. Like I, that was, that yeah, was not you, coming off. So when you were getting out of debt, you kept that. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. See, there you mm -hmm. go. Perfect example. You don't have to give up everything. Yeah. And still saved it paid off over $54,000 in 20 months. That's awesome. Uh, so other things like books and music, and we've talked a lot about these things, like the smaller purchases, how they add up, but books, music sub subscriptions for a period of time, 
uh, things like in-app purchases, uh, gas station and convenience. This is another good one. Um, we've, we've had quite a few Roots members that have addictions to certain things at gas stations and convenience stores. And for some reason, it's, it's, it's the activity of just going to a specific gas station or convenience store. That's what they like about it. And, and that's like the habit that they have to break because they could easily get the item at the grocery store for much cheaper and they know they could. It's just a habit of going to that specific gas station or convenience store and, and grabbing the thing that they want to have. Um, and then lastly, obviously shopping. So things like Target, Amazon, Walmart, Ulta. What are the other ones out there? Anybody? <laughs> no oh, no, for me, it's probably Dollarama or the dollar store. Dollarama. Oh Do you guys have a store called Dollarama? <laughs> we have a store called Dollarama. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Nothing's a dollar though. Just FYI. <laughs> Everything is a couple of dollars at least, right? Yeah, they changed it to $2 plus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you guys got it. So just, you know, again, pick some stuff out of your budget, things that might be, you know, getting a little out of control or things that, again, will be a little challenging to you. And again, the reward is more debt paid off, a bigger savings account, maybe more of a down payment towards something that you're working towards or a savings towards a vacation, uh, whatever it might be. But uh, give those no spend challenges a shot. means it's time for the celebrations of the show today and today we're kicking it off with katie hatfield katie says i got an unexpected 514 dollars medical bill in the mail this week extra imaging was needed after my last doctor appointment and i didn't flinch when i saw the balance due my hsa is fully funded so i can write a check and not worry about it three plus years ago i would be devastated and freaking out she adds roots has been nothing but a blessing and that is an awesome awesome win and again, we always talk, you know, it's it's great to have money to do the fun things in life, but it's super, super awesome to make sure that you have the money and be prepared for those unexpected bills. So that's a great win, Katie. Great job. Mary Southerd sold some sheets on eBay. Little by little, the extra stuff is leaving the house. Heck yeah, there you go. I got to get some stuff on Facebook Marketplace. I have stuff that's sitting, like I've got an old air conditioner that's up there that was from our old house that we moved out of. I got a couple toolboxes. It's amazing how you just let that stuff sit, though. I mean, seriously, we can make some money on that. I just got to get the motivation to sell it. (laughs) (laughs) Just post it. Post it, Brad. (laughs) I know. I need to. Uh, Lindsay Bolas uh, received a refund refund from when I was on furlough and is sitting in my savings. And I also did my budget. Awesome. Great job. Fantastic. Uh, Bobby Johnson, I received a $95 refund for concert tickets I bought over 18 months ago. Heck, yeah, that's awesome. Now you can reuse that money. Great. Kimberly Priest paid ahead on electric and internet. So now I have credits with them to keep me ahead for winter when we struggle the most. Fantastic, Kimberly. And then Shelly Caldwell to add or uh, wrap this up, paid $1,000 for unexpected truck, truck repairs in cash. She says, I need to rebuild my emergency fund, but did not have to use a credit card. And again, this is the perfect example of how important that emergency fund is. Uh, and we, we just got done with our summer workshop and teaching people that, look, if you want to get out of debt, you've got to build that emergency fund first, because if you don't, you're going to be constantly going back into debt to cover those emergencies. And Shelly Caldwell celebration is a perfect example of that. So great job. Congratulations to all of you who are working so hard. And again, thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review. We read every single one of those. And as you guys know, the Debt Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from a show, please give us a share. We appreciate you. 
and we will see you guys on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.